This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host. She can't help herself. She just got to get with the music. Come on now. That was a good song. Great song. 833-212-1017 is the number. Truth Roundtable. So, Nolita Franz and Linnell Ramey have been beating me up during the break. No, no. Because, yeah. You will tell these people. All kind of stuff. I All lie. I lie. Every time y'all show up, I'm going to lie. Be like, oh, my God. They be whooping up on me and pushing me around. Y'all see it on video? Oh, that's right. It's, anyway. This is right. Uh, <laughs> we had to do something about these cameras. Uh, it's, what, it's what we really got. So, What's up with these juveniles driving, adults driving, drunk, killing people? We didn't lost, what, six, seven people in the last couple of weeks? It is extremely saddening and disheartening, yeah. the amount of, because what happened, so you think about that car crash where the five people, was it five, five people? Yeah, yeah. Five yes. people uh, died, and it's like. What was crazy the was level two different situations. Dis- yeah. T- two different stories, right? Like, so one lady was arrested. She she that she was rushed for the OWI, but she was not the one at fault for the accident. It was the other driver who was going eighty miles an hour, hour down the line. But also right. intoxicated. Well, that I don't know. Oh, about I it. thought that that's but what the, they that's said. just like unhurt eighty miles an hour down the line. So we have allowed a culture of quote unquote. What's the movie um, Fast, Fast and Furious? Furious. To now be a thing, like, and then we wonder why, right? Like, but like, where did that come from? I think it's just like an acceptance in the culture, right? Like, we, you, like, you turn on social media, you turn, like, this is what you do. There was a young man coming down my block, and I've never had this happen before. But he was doing the driving, the swerving, the swerving right? Mm-hmm. And then there was four other young men standing outside. They happened to be walking down the street, all young, all probably teenagers, probably middle school, if that, maybe freshman year. And the other guys were walking goes, yo, they start cheering it. Y'all know I went outside my house and I said, yo, don't cheer that on. I said, do y'all know people are dying from this? And they were like, well, yeah, but we're not in the car. Yes, but if you're going to cheer that on, he will never, quote unquote. So it's a issue. He could hit the next block, spin out, hit a tree. Hit a kid on a bike. That. He could have hit them. Or somebody else. Bingo. But I think here's the bit, like, and so let's make sure we explain, like, our kids are emulating. I said this last time, and I'll continue to say it. The driver of the van was 30-plus. The driver of the car that was OWI, she was an adult. Kids who The kids who passed away. So we have adults who are mimicking the behaviors that then we are labeling our kids. So we have this kind of domino effect like it's now becoming acceptable behavior do donuts in the middle of the street but it can't be just fast and furious I, it can't be i agree i think it's a combination of a multitude i only said fast and furious because they own movie number 30 now so right. i take it back by. to just us telling it's people different. no us okay. making people responsible for what they do well so we we saw we saw COVID come in and for some reason it got weird when yes. you let people back into a community that's not yours who then did harm in the same community again, because what you can't make up for past mistakes. Mm. The current criminal needs to be dealt with currently. When you send that person back to the community, you know, I tell John Chisholm, take him in your neighborhood, move him next door to you. But when you get out 
and the guy just got sentenced about a month ago. When you get out and kill two people within an hour after you get released on something that should have been a hundred thousand dollars and you lowered it to ten and then a thousand and you walk out the door and then kill somebody because you got mad because you didn't like what they said sitting on a porch at a house where you don't even live, something's wrong. We don't we don't make people so you talk about being accountable. Mm. But you can't even trust the justice system to keep people out of our neighborhood long enough for us to be right. Well, there to your point, accountability is a, is 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 everyone, right? Yes, yes, and, and very much so. The, to your point with COVID, we COVID and the George Floyd situation opened. It, it's funny because it opened up two doors. It opened up one door to see injustices in plain sight. Therefore, we went to the quote-unquote other side of how do we want to handle justice and everything. But in the same breath, it's like we also, to your point just now, forgot to look at some things that's like that makes no sense. Like, you know. Yeah, I feel like there's always been a conflicting theory surrounding justice. And when I say conflicting, what I mean by that is, you know, when we're thinking about the, the cop who harmed the unarmed black man or whatever it's uh, justice right Right. we want justice and you think about but in that same breath you think about the young man who was driving maybe he 19 20 driving reckless killed someone and it's like ah, he's only 19 you know he has all his whole life ahead like can't we just and it's like but what about justice for the victim yeah exactly my point you can't have conflicting ideas around justice and so justice is in and of itself it sits independently Mm -hmm. it should be its own it's everybody yes and so our community communities as a whole and you know not just the one we live in right because i think people misunderstand where we live they think we live somewhere that's not this city so that's a whole nother topic but nonetheless our community our surrounding communities everyone is engaged in accountability and what that looks like right and we have to have an honest dialogue a crucial conversation around you know, we see all these videos pop up of the Karens and what that looks like when you're here. Like, But we still got to deal to your point. If something happens here, this person is wrong. We need to deal with that wrong. Yep. Now, is there some steps to correct it? Like the young man that ended up being injured at Morris and it was on videotape and became national news. He was swerving at Morris Middle School. Oh, hit the back of the school bus. Hit the back of the school bus. There needs to be some consequences and accountability. There also needs to be some education, some reform for those kids. So what does that look like, though? Right? Like, it's the – so that's what I'm saying. With the justice for me, like, there needs to be something that occurs. But how are we going to make sure they serve this? So when they get done, I'm not going back to my neighborhood and do it X again. If there's not a lifestyle – if there's not a fundamental change – mentally in your mentality with these young kids with the driving and the recklessness and Mm -hmm. the complete disregard for human life their own and anybody else's if there is not a fundamental change to that we are going to continue to see the same things repeat themselves and to your point like you just said if you had the young men who are on the street cheering this foolishness on what do you think they're thinking the minute they get behind the wheel of somebody's car when they're that old enough. That was my fear. That was my fear. But I was, that's I get, exactly what I'm going to give this young man credit, though. Because when I said that, the car hadn't left the block. And when I challenged them to think differently, they changed. You out here saving save, saving no, lives. No, no. no Changing I mean, minds. Well, Changing got, hearts. We'll find that out next week. <laughs> what well, we hope, right? And that's the truth, though. But that's, that's awesome. Scary. That's what's scary for me. Right. Like, being in the business I'm in, right. 
when you think about life saving, like it's that. Yeah. It's not just, oh, he's going to go from a point a 1.8 to a 2.9. No, I'm talking about death. Like, and that's the thing that's scary. Like if I can keep them out the car for the moment, I do have an opportunity to do that. That's why mentoring is important. I ain't trying to do a shameless plug, but I'm trying to do a plug around why adults need to have interaction with young people, not just from a, in a behavioral standpoint only. Because those young men who were not in the car, who chose not to get in the car, who weren't involved, they might have been cheering, but they might have been cheering just to seem cool at the moment. That's why they need a mentor to have a conversation to say, why would you cheer them? Well, I don't know. 100%. I don't know. And right, I, so. I feel like what happens in those situations um, when, a, when a young person is challenged, their thinking challenged, the, the way they're processing is challenged. When you can step in and be like, that's not cool. And let me tell you why. But you don't and know they, nothing you're talking about. You're too old Well, anyway. I mean, to to Linnell's point, some kids want that. Some kids need that. Some yep. kids desire that type of dialogue. I haven't met a kid that didn't want it. There you go. Even when they said they didn't. They're not, they're not yeah. getting it. So all they're feeding off one another. But if all of y'all mentalities are messed up, this, you're just right. recycling the same <laughs> detrimental information. You guys remember at one point in time when Milwaukee was considered the... Um, the, the city for the highest teen pregnancy rate there was in the country. Remember when we went through that for a little while back in the maybe um, late 90s, early 2000s, right. and the United Way went on this epic right. um, campaign to do that. Right. We know Milwaukee now is one of the lowest teen pregnancy cities in the country now. It went flip-flop. But it was that campaign. It was a truth campaign. They showed like, little, like boys being pregnant. They talked about what it meant if you were a teen pregnant. They went on this like epic kind of, I think, they went on a terror. They went on a terror marketing <laughs> strategy. Yep. And it opened eyes to the point where I think young people was like, is that what it really is? I think I told somebody this other day, we got to think about a strategy that gets these young people, i.e. the ones who aren't engaged in the behavior, right. to see what that behavior does, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and show them. I, I think they see it, but they also think it can't be me. And that's the same way teen pregnancy was at the time. It ain't going to be me. I'm safe. But our numbers didn't say that. Like, we have to figure that out in some way, somehow, to do that. So, 833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth Roundtable. When we come back, we are going to dive into, I don't know if I want to talk about that. Something you don't want to talk about? Wow. Yeah, yeah that's not talking about it, man. If you don't want to talk about it, I definitely don't want to talk about it. Look, look, I don't know if I want to. Well, I want to ask the question, if not us, who? But if not now, when? More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of The Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Join 1017 The Truth Street Team this Saturday, May 27th, at the Heal the Hood Block Party and Resource Fair. Heal the Hood, Milwaukee, is really developed as a unique approach to building community collaborations with the goal of creating a more peaceful Milwaukee. The Truth is proud to be there supporting the community and handing out Truth merch. 
You want to get your jacket. And uh, to uh, all, <laughs> all those in attendance, check us out this Saturday, 12 noon, the corner of 8th and Burleigh as we celebrate the annual Kill the Hood Black Party. 1017 The Truth Street Team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. They're here for every you. Hey. Hey, shout out to Am- Amaju Butler and the Heal the Hood. Something he's been doing. Oh, yeah. What is it? Ten years? Eight years? Something mm-hmm. was yeah, right? eight, nine years. Shout yeah. out, man. That brother's a brilliant, brilliant. Um, I don't want to call him an activist, but I'm going to call him an activist. A brilliant poet, activist, and all that other good stuff. I remember when people used to talk about me like that. <laughs> they still do. I'll be like 85, well, they talk about 90 you. years old. Yeah, they talk about <laughs> me. Yeah, but I got my hair to you. Things, so. things are said. That's for sure. <laughs> Anybody talking to you? Okay, I'm here. You're in. I'm, I'm Lilla, in right. You don't get. You don't get to not talk to me. So you got your own own button, right? Yeah. So who who going who going like get it done? Like I'm looking around and I'm I'm not we. I'm not collective. I'm not no a collective. No, ain't gonna be, be no collective. Stop. It's gonna have to be. It ain't gonna be. But but it can't be. Tell me more. Because human beings are built around leaders. Oh, I'll take that. Since biblical days, I'll right? Take that. You didn't say who's gonna lead we it. We build it up, then they do bad. Same thing, Bibles. And again, they did evil in the sight of and we go back and then we're in slavery and then we get out. Ah, we want a leader, then we get a lit. We've been doing that same thing Point for three. millennia. So okay. looking at what we have, it's not working. Looking at who's in the what's what's the baseball? Who's in the batter's box and who's in the warm-up? Ain't ain't nobody. Ain't nobody in the bullpen. And ain't nobody like I'm um, mm. like after Chevy. Mm. When you next? think of the amount of things or the various things that we have to tackle, you know, we just got done discussing, you know, our budget in the city and how then we just talked about, you know, crime right. rates and our youth. And like right. when you think about the amount of things we have to tackle. Right. How do you know? where to focus your attention on at any given time or moment. Because it's something that you said earlier. Okay. Everybody has their lane. Yeah. So what you need to do is identify those top five, six things, and you need to find your lane. Go ahead. No, what I was going to say is I just remember what Linnell asked you to do before we went to break. What was that? You needed to explain that 5% tax thing. Ah, okay. Thank you. What would you do without me? (laughs) Thank you. Move on like I always do. You know do. what? You're so raggy. I you can't. ask the question. You can't ask the question that you don't know the answer to. You got me out here talking like this on the radio. So, um, so here's here's here here's the kicker. Here's what scares me about the city implementing a tax. I make thirty thousand dollars a year. I pay fifteen percent in tax, twelve percent, right? My adjusted gross income after all that. Take my deduction. But now inflation is up 6% and and on its way up. I'm already paying 5.5% because I live in Milwaukee County, right? So the, so the state takes 5 and the county takes a half. So if I was already paying 5.5% and then everything went up 6% and, and I'm, I'm doing very loose math, we're talking 11.5% before I even really think about, man, prices have gone up. Now we're going to tack on 5%. We'll tack on 2% to the city. And you know, Democrats, they never love the tax they ever let set, right? 
So now it goes higher, right? Next year, we're only going up a quarter. These same people don't have money anyway. So now we're talking about a gap that we're creating between those that can make it and those that can't. We're literally guaranteeing they can never make it because they don't have enough money to go around before inflation. And now you want to add a tax on top of inflation? We're done. So thus widening the gap of wealth. The have and the have not. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's not going to widen it. It'll just wipe it out. There, there won't be, they won't literally have any. They won't even, you got to be in the running to have a gap, right? You yes. got to be working toward, they, there's, there, there's no working towards it. You can't get out from under 15% plus pay your taxes. There's absolutely no, you will never win. And if poverty is at $27,000, we're done. Or twenty four, we're done. Is that the, the median threshold? Is it? No, that's, that's, the, that's the average that the, for okay, poverty. Okay. So, so when we want a new stadium, well, we're going to throw some more tax in. Uh, Bucks need a new, oh, wait a minute. AmFam needs some, throw a new tax in. There's no way you'll win. You're creating a permanent underclass. But if we're going to do it, right, this will sound bizarre, put it on the homeowner. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> As we both sit here, homeowners, like, I'm just throwing it out there. Interesting. Right? You got to come up with a fee instead of a tax. So what I hear you saying Fees is. Fees that people that have money, they use those things, fee them, right? Poor people don't go to hotels. Right. They, they don't go to a Fister. Right. But Fister tax, like you ever paid an entertainment, the hospitality tax in Milwaukee? It's like, what? But we pay it. The places where we go, tax it. You, you, you're going to have to. You're, you're, you're speaking to a, you're gonna have a to. system change. Oh, absolutely. In, in which, we, absolutely. which we hear in every ounce of everything we talk about in society, like, we have to change the systems if we want to change and transform, i.e., the wage gap, racial inequities, and all of that. And 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 I think in the now, when we're thinking about what Milwaukee is dealing with, with the potential bankruptcy issue and the share revenue question, and you're bringing up taxes, you're speaking on system changes that people have not yet totally bought into. Right. Which is scary. Not only have they not bought into it, you don't have anything to point to to say, look, it worked here. Mm. When you're trying to implement. But you do understand it's not working now. No, no, no. I'm saying when you're like, hey, wanna, we, gotta we do gotta do this, this. we got to do this thing. We got to right. do X. Right. And you can point to mm-hmm. they did X and it worked. This worked. That's a little bit different than no, because saying we have to do it without any sort of parameter or any mm-hmm. picture as to how do we get from here to there. there. But there's no picture or parameter because I can't compare us to Chicago or Minneapolis, right? Because the dynamics here are different. And I think that's the mistake Detroit made. Oh, we'll, we'll do what they did to win. No, you got to do what Detroit does. Then Detroit figured out, I guess we got to do it like this. Point, Cleveland. There was a time, no, nobody want Cleveland. Man, you must be out of Like, I think about Cleveland and I would get scared. Now, Cleveland is the jewel of the lakefront. People fighting to go to Cleveland now. Really? They didn't built it up to the point 
And that 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 I know the guy who was the chair. He passed away maybe six months ago of the committee that changed the lakefront in Cleveland. Interesting. So, so I know it can be done, but that was their thing. So let me ask you this thing, because you just said something that brings an interesting point, because I keep seeing articles, whether it's the Biz Journal, the, the mm-hmm. Business Journal, Milwaukee has now one of the best cities to come live, play, like all of these different things. Right. Are we saying that that's not necessarily true? That's not necessarily true when the people that are doing it aren't the people that are here. So people are coming to play oh, yeah. and move around. We got we got ships that are docking. We, you can I go to the that. lake and, and go on a cruise to Great Lakes, that. right? Yeah, that's But you can't afford it. No, nah, I know I can't. So we're building up downtown. It's just not for us. The the street. Have you been in the streets in the neighborhood? Driving? We're in the top, what, fourth in the in the country of roads that are bad. Like, we have the worst, some of the worst roads. Yeah, I can't. I'm exiting on 7th Street on James Lovell off of 794. And I'm looking and I'm like, is that a hole? Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm going down and there's a hole. Yeah. In in this, I'm I'm done. We got to do better. But but why aren't we doing better? Like why aren't people fixing it? Good question. We don't have the people to work. Yeah, I, I get it. We have these things called prisons. Mm. Are you suggesting train them to do cement work? You know, I mean, you, you got to get a trade anyway, right? Give them a certification with it. Give I'm with certification that. Certification in rock. I'm okay with that. But what do we do? We took education out of prisons. Oh, it's too expensive. Education. We can't. What? Now we're trying to put it back in. It's too late. But we got to start somewhere, so it may as well start now. Uh, yeah, I, that, as long as it's a certification, like you know, as long as it ain't yep. what was that movie Life? Yep. Uh, as long as it ain't that, right? Like, as long as it's some trades, as you know, whether yep. to your point earlier, not just about a GED, but a H- HSE, and you know, come out with a certification in X ones or whatever that looks like. Um, and I think that's important. So, It'll be done. Yeah, it's, it's kind of simple, but when you perpetuate the fact that everybody in prison looks like me. And you the majority, well, yes. then yes. what you're telling me is you don't want to spend money on us. Yeah. I, and here is the unfortunate, and I'm sorry, Lily, I let you no, go. No, it's good. And this is what's unfortunate about our mayor and him being, you know, he, you said this earlier, um, Lily, about there's so many things that mm-hmm. have to be fixed, right? It's the so many's. How do you figure out? So, Reckless driving, right? So we address reckless driving in one way, well, multiple ways, but one way was the bump outs. Yep. Saw that. So, Mm. but that, you know, that was a way to visually say, hey, we don't know what else to do because you think about, you know, more police department. How about talking to the people? Well, first of all, the police department's handcuffed because of the decision. So now. Which one? Well, (laughs) ooh, that's mean. I'm saying which decision? (laughs) Um, what's what's the name of it? The 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 consent decree, oh, With the lawsuit and all that, right? So they're handcuffed to a certain degree. But you got how many retired cops around here mm-hmm. who would gladly sit down and give you all the ideas you need on how to stop stuff mm. because they did it for a living. But we don't, we don't want to talk to them. No. Okay. Well. I don't think consent degree handcuffed because that's about constitutional policing, right? But to your point, I think people are so we have not only it's re- handcuffed. It's not only reckless driving issues, but we have an increase in, in gun violence. We have an yeah. increase in homicides. 
We saw it car crashes. Speeding. Yes. So it's like Reckless. it was like one of the things where it's like we have to do X and let's just do this to deal with this. Maybe it'll slow it down so we can deal with this. We're already talking about a police department who needs more police officers, right? The it sounds like a series job, of band aids. The mayor's job. The problem is we've been doing band aids for decades. Mm-hmm. The mayor's job is to prioritize and follow through. That's it. So if we're going to take your lead, lead us. But we've, we haven't had that. All we hear is pontification after the fact. Be proactive. And that's why I brought up the point about Milwaukee being, quote unquote, receiving certain accolades about being this new city of, even though some of them are like, where? But I'm going to go back to what I, <laughs> but But I'm also going to go back to what I said earlier about the trade. Like, it was a it's a beautiful addition yes, to a city is. who I think is trying to get yes. a better identity. I learned this, and it was weird. It's a numbers thing, but Milwaukee, the city of Milwaukee, has a higher population than the city of Atlanta. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. And the reason people think of Atlanta as this big, big, big thing is because of the counties around it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I get that. So if there's opportunity, and you know what they help, this is why it helped me think. Like, it helped me because it showed me that we're not this little, like, people like to classify us as this little city that's like no one, whatever. But we're also a city that has an opportunity to create a new identity for itself. And I think that's what the mayor potentially can do. Because to, to your point, I think maybe crime is not his expertise, even though he may say, here's what I want to do. I think he's working on a different portrait of the city, which is how do we create it to be this by doing this or doing that, right? Like potentially, like, and I can't speak for him, but, you know, I do think there's so many things on the table and then you hear all the good things that are occurring that it's like, how do we focus on the good? Because we talked about this earlier about the graduation rate of the city of Milwaukee of people as city as a whole is approximately 70-something percent. I think NPS is around 65. 62. 62. So we spend more energy talking about what? The the 38%. Right. 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 Which let's continue to lift the kids up so people can see it differently. And then we can, that goes from 62 to 69 to 75 to 83. Like, let's just keep that. That's just my philosophy. And I think maybe potentially that's how some people want to deal with the issues, continue to improve where we can improve, show people it's a good city. People see it, want to invest, be collective in the change, even though to your point earlier, who leads that piece of the change? Like, I got to give the Bucks credit. I think they're leading a change in identifying our downtown differently now. Yeah. Yeah. So now, who's next? Who's going to be leading development? Who's going to lead? I think Jeff, um, Chef, Chief Norman, is leading a new way in community policing, and it has to be something that continue though, right? But it has to be continued. It has to be. Correct. With any initiative, though, it takes buy-in. Buy-in in time. So, you know, while I feel like there are efforts being made without all the components working together collectively. That's the tough part. Yeah. Before we go to break, June is National Home Ownership Month, and only 25% of African-Americans in the city of Milwaukee own their own homes, despite we make up over 40% of the population. That's why the award-winning 101.7 The Truth is proud to announce our first annual home buying seminar Wednesday, June 14th, presented by Axe Housing and BMO Harris Bank. We will be having home buying coaches and mortgage advisors on site to break down the home buying process and to get you pre-approved. So if you're lucky, love it. don't believe in luck. Luck is for the unprepared. You can walk away with a pre-approved 
home loan. Beautiful. Limited spots are available. Go to 1017thetruth.com. That's 1017thetruth.com to secure your space today. Traffic, sports, and weather up next. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, Black-owned businesses give back is back. We have teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The Homes of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000. Can I have a dollar? Anyway, um, worth the free commercial advertising for three months to five Black-owned businesses for each quarter in 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure right here on The Truth. For official rules, head to blackbusiness.com. Associated Bank member, FDIC. 833-212-1017 is the number. If you got any questions for the Truth Roundtable. Linnell Ramey and Nolita Franz. I'm I'm a little. I don't know. See, all of this affects our family members, my pension, all that, the things that are going on with the city. And we know people live here, and we know that people reside here, right? And so we, we talk about owning a house and we talk about doing all these things, but, but we have to educate on the little things that occur so you know how to get around them. For instance, saw a news story today about a guy who they installed. We Energies came in and put in his, his meter and they put it in wrong. So when they put it in wrong, he got billed wrong. And so you like, okay. And the reason he brought it up to the news is because he was like, well, they just decided because I signed up for what? Automatic withdrawal, which is something I never do with utilities, by the way. Never. So they billed them incorrectly. Fine print said, hey, we have up to two years to back bill you if we mess up something. Well, we tried to call you a couple times and you didn't answer the phone, so we took our $3,500 out of your account. Nah. So there's a law in Wisconsin that says a utility can backbill you two hours if there's two years if there's an error. But I'm like, but you put it in. So why do I pay for your mess up? They said, oh, no, that's for utilities. Utilities can do that. Like, what idiot signed up for this? But can you imagine being in Milwaukee and you got your new house and two years later, somebody, baby, did you get paid this week? Yeah, right. I did. Where's oh, the money? Where the money at? For the, where, where, where your money And at? why did I just get a bill for $4,000? No. Can you imagine one of the winters we have here? Oh, my God. And and your four $500 bill is like $138. And then they go, oh, about it. my bad. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Messed that up. You know, I think that... <laughs> 
it it really is kind of a double edged sword here, yeah. you know, with utilities and being able to just arbitrarily, well, due to an error, let me just say that, but due to an error, go in and yeah, but it's take no what's, error, right? Why do I pay for no error? Didn't say it wasn't. Uh, what, I, what I said ah. was. Meanwhile, I know. I know I didn't like her for a reason. <laughs> Meanwhile, hold on. <laughs> they still like run us running my change the money. Yeah. Um, wow. and it's unfortunate because I feel like a lot of the people wow. whose we energy bills do get outrageous, specifically Ooh. through the winter time when they can't cut you off, they're paying the minimum or maybe not paying at all, and then that balloon. Payment comes and that hits bill you. That says $2,386.42. And if you can't. Then they're done. And if you can't afford it, then what? In trouble. Yeah. Now, that's sad. That's, that's sad. But you you hit something I wanted to. And I'm so happy to hear you all doing the, the, the home, home ownership because I think, again, it's perception, right? Right. I can't do it because. Of, and there's right. a right. hundred because, right? right? Like I don't make enough money. And I think, but you pay rent every month, like so. How, eliminating the perception. Now, now let me let me let me hit you on something. Come on. That perception is incorrect today. We were raised. You got to own a house. You got some equity. That's right. Today, it's about mobility. That's true. The so priorities are not the same. Some people, correct. Mm-hmm. We, and, and I'm so glad you here. said that because I was talking to my that's son. That's about, why she here. I, I talked to my son about this, and I said like. Yo, you're at the age where you know you need to own your home. Like you're right. you're paying this rent in this apartment. Uh, I don't know, pops. Well, think about a duplex, making it an investment. Sure. It's, you and your Correct. family stay. Correct. You leave. That's an investment for say a son or both right. of your sons. Like, but again, that that conversation doesn't happen fluidly in our schools. And here's the thing: you said what's the home ownership rate here? You gave the, the percentage twenty five percent. And if NPS makes up 80 plus percent of students of color and 25 percent of home ownership. That means no one is going home to their own home and having a conversation about why there's a benefit to owning your home. No. And the but school's I don't not own a home. That's what I'm saying. And nobody not, in my family owns a home. And, and no right now with the market, let's just be very clear. Home ownership is slowly becoming, I don't want to use the word unattainable, but like in the neighborhood that in the neighborhoods that people live in right. currently, they are it. priced out of the owning yep. the homes they want to be in. Yes. And so I think we have to be very real about the fact that while we want to, you know, talk about home ownership and the benefits, it is not necessarily people aren't necessarily able to from a financial perspective. They don't have the capital. You're listening to Truth Roundtable. When we come back, I have an example of that where I live. Mm. We'll be right back. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Remember to join us here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth as we stream live on YouTube and Twitter and all that. Truth app, everything. You, you didn't know you was on live? You didn't know? Now, don't turn it off because then you'll get the repeat and it'll go, and then you cause trouble. And then I'll be like, no, Lita is not coming back. You would never say that. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. No, Lita is not coming back. I would come back anyway. Wow. <laughs> Banging on the glass. Ah! Every time I turn Kyle the microphone on. I wouldn't have to bang on the glass. I wouldn't have to bang on the glass. Linnell would let me in. I wouldn't have to bang on the glass. I guess I got to find two new guests. Okay. So. Oh, <laughs> guess we ain't worried about getting our trophies yet, huh? <laughs> so so it's a no of them jackets we was, we was asking about. What jacket? The sweaters we was asking about. What jacket? Oh, well. Okay. It's been fun, y'all. All right, out here. Too exciting. Too too much. It's rough. I'm I'm hoping it's gonna be a safe weekend. It's it's summer is officially starting Monday. I guess technically it's not until June twenty first. But anyway. Memorial um, Day, baby. Memorial Day is gonna hit it's gonna hit. And it's supposed to be eighty degrees Memorial Day. Yeah. That's gonna be fantastic. Be on my porch. That part. That's it. In the backyard. backyard. Grilling something. That's it. Oh, Steph. That's it. Lake, I'm with you. Lakefront going to be crowded. Don't go. I don't do that. <laughs> it's a park. I've don't not, go. I've not been to the lakefront. In and so in, so in cleaning all this up, how do you think we're going to be able to do that? I'm going to go with what you say. Like, identify leaders and followers, right? Like, right. We Folks need to stay, like, find their lane, and then let's fight, figure out who voice is the strongest, and let's let's rock that, right? And I think it has to be collective. We got to stop wagging fingers when we know it's our cousins and our, our little brothers and whoever are you know, older, whatever it is, who are doing some of the stuff we're talking about. Yeah, but lock the leaders' kids up, not mine. No, no, no. all of them. <laughs> all of them. And, I, and what I'll say to that is, you know, you can't boil the ocean. So while we have so many things to tackle, <laughs> we do need to really identify some Bye. key areas and get the strong buy-in leadership tackle those and then once you know you you kind of get those under uh, efforts underway then maybe you turn your attention to the next couple to right couple things but I, you know i just feel like people are like okay we got to do something about crime got to do something about you know taxes and and our financial situation and home ownership what, whatever the things are and you're like you there's just no way to do it all. What type of impact do we want to make mm-hmm. and how can we go about doing it collectively? Huh? We, we got to let, let people lead in their lanes like and then follow accordingly and, and support them again. If we're going to talk, if we're going to tackle things, one person can't be the voice for it all. And we got to support who's going to lead that charge and whatever that looks like, as long as it makes sense. And we ain't only. You know, but but do we get rid of people? Some people, because we have a habit of voting people in things for life, but they don't do anything. Well, I was going to say, so from an automatic district perspective, we've seen a transformation already, right? Right. A lot of new faces, new energy, new blood. Yeah, but the other ones went to jail. Yeah, not all. (laughs) (laughs) But I think to your point, though, we do. We have to start owning what we control as um, citizens in the community and Start putting people in place that actually are going to not only have the ideas, but then we got to remember though it takes time for some stuff to formulate and happen. Sure, so sure. and people got to remember. But then that. show me the plan. 
then we gotta people gotta take certain things off the plate to show you a plan. Like I think people want to hear when you say that, you can be very introspective and understanding. Hey, let's talk this. Other people, hey, okay, that's cool about that. But what you gonna do about this yes. over here? Then what you gonna do about this over here? Which is fine. But they gotta they gotta have one say this is my plan here. Then I'm hoping to grow this here, and this right. is my yes. strategy out. Explain it. Doing nice. a very, very, very poor job of explaining it. Same thing to go full circle. The same way we talked about that these are the things we're going to have to do in the city and explain this is why we have to have taxes or fees to make sure we don't go bankrupt. Got to talk about it. But, but when you're really poor at explaining things or just give us time. I've been hearing that before. You had time as an alderman. You had time as a as a common council president. And now you had time as mayor. What are we doing? It's your job. You're the leader. You want. You said you wanted that position. Lead or get out the way. Don't you think it's still new? It don't matter if it's new. You got hired to do the job. Do the job. So you have to figure out what's the best strategy to do that job, right? If I was a cop and I was new, would you take that into account if I screwed something up? Depending no. on what it was. Depending you got was. trained. What did you screw up? You got told. That was slick. <laughs> Did you miss the word if? <laughs> if, what did you screw up? What did you screw up? The question is still valid. I think no. what what Linnell is the saying. The point I'm trying to make is make a move forward. Something. Do something publicly. Give hmm. us a plan. Tell us where we're going. We're not getting that. Hey. No, they didn't throw the music on like you had a mic drop. Not like it was a mic it drop. Definitely moment. I came that came on very That's what you smooth. call producer and host working yeah, simultaneously man. together. Lord okay. That's, I see how we get treated. That's cool or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 look. I better have a jacket next time. <laughs> that was perfect time. Thank you, Nolita Franz and Linnell Ramey. Never a dull moment. Never. Ever. Thank you, Bria. Appreciate you. Good job on the mic drop. I know you. Theme music. Yeah. <laughs> you look forward to these sessions. Yes, I do. I know you do. Tori Lowe's show is up next. And um, have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. Be safe, all. Um, Bailey Coleman will be in for me tomorrow on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. I'll be taking a long weekend. I'll see y'all Tuesday. Be safe. And have an uneventful holiday. I'm out. Peace.